So we watched up. Finally. Finally. Um, when this movie came out, I was not on a big Disney, Pixar, those type of movie kicks. So I, I never watched it. And mm-hmm. I heard so many good things about it. And I always wonder if like that affects your opinion, just like overhyping yourself for this movie. And so... I, I guess it did. It, it definitely did a little bit. But I was still excited to watch it. And that's all that matters. Like, I, yeah. I really wanted to watch it. And we got to watch it with friends, too. Uh, yeah, we got to watch it with friends, too. Do you remember the first time you watched this movie? It's probably been a while. Oh, yeah. I mean, so it came out in 2009. So we were, like, maybe sophomore or juniors in high school. So, I I mean, I still always liked animation and Disney and Pixar. So I, I, I can be pretty sure I had a good time. Yeah. Um, just having, if you didn't put like a, the date on it, mm-hmm. this, the animation in this movie really holds up, which is pretty, oh, yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. And even knowing that it's 12 years old, like it's really like it's Pixar. It holds up. Yeah. Uh, let me go ahead and get into the details real quick. Okay. Uh, it's directed by Pete Doctor and Bob Peterson. The tagline is fly up to Venezuela. Um, I actually don't like that tagline because I don't remember them ever referencing. They like, mentioned it one time. I, I feel like they say South America more than they do. Yeah. It's a throwaway line when they talk about the brochure or something. Or it also shows up on the tickets. Yeah. Uh, had a budget of $175 million. Whew. That's a lot of money. It actually, like, it's so much money, it makes me want to double check real quick. <laughs> it's a lot of money, dude. Yeah. But animation's expensive. Yeah, that, that's definitely that's definitely the budget. I, I'm looking at it right now. Um, it was released May 29th of 2009. So, like Albert said, it's been 12 years since this movie's been released. Has a runtime of one hour and 36 minutes. The third short movie we've watched in consecutive attempts. Yay! It's rated PG. I don't really think there's any any violence or anything outside of a, a bite here and there from uh, a, a dog. Miss, Mr. Fredrickson hits a construction worker with oh, his you're right. walking he was, stick. He was bleeding, too. A little bit of blood. <laughs> uh, this movie should be changed to PG-13. I demand <laughs> it immediately. Violence. Uh, it has a box office worldwide of... 735 million. Oh yeah. It, that's yeah, that's a lot. Um, I don't I don't remember a ton of marketing going into it either. No. I I don't either. Right, because it's not like a huge like sequel like Toy Story was. And I think Monsters Inc got way more marketing compared to this movie. Yeah, I I'm going to be honest like what I expected from this movie and what we got was two completely opposite things. Ooh, I want to know. Yeah, I look forward to hearing about that. Um, it's currently streaming on Disney Plus, and let's go ahead and get into our sellout sip. It's a six-word summary of the movie. Go ahead, Albert. All right, I got never too late to have adventure, and then like subtitles like sometimes the adventure finds you. Ah, yeah. Nice, I like it. Um, 
yeah, it pretty much describes the movie. He's an old man who finally goes on an adventure and he runs into his idol that inspired him to be an adventurer. And they they both were adventurers. So <laughs> Yeah. I, I plus I think it's a good reality check too for your like for every day. For every for everyone. Yeah. That I mean it sucks getting old and not having to experience something interesting yet, but it's it's never a bad time to do it. Yeah. And who knows what you might find along the way. So Exactly. Uh he uh Carl found a lot of happiness in his adventure and a lot of closure, which I felt like he needed. Mm-hmm. Uh my sell that sip is uh acronym for up and Carl. Ooh. Since those are two two combined they make a six six uh letters. Ultimately passing can't allow reaction loss. Um this movie like yeah, this movie's really good. It's it's definitely passing. Yeah. But it's hard to be as involved in it when you have people saying things like, Oh, well, expect to cry at this point in time. Expect <laughs> expect this, expect that, and it's just like now now I know. So it's like the, the yeah. reaction isn't genuine. I don't feel it because I know something's coming. You, you, having seen the commercials and everything about the movie, you can kind of uh, use um, clues to figure out what's going to happen early in the yeah. movie. Okay, that's what you mean by reaction loss. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, it, like because I mean the movie, the the cover, everything that related to the movie it involves the old man. Yep. So when I saw that he had a wife, I kind of just <laughs> oh, I, no. I figured like she's she's probably gonna she's probably she gonna did. die. Yep. I uh, gotta gotta hit my nose with the nasal spray. Otherwise, like I sound very congested and it's hard for me to breathe and not sound congested. Actually, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So don't let people don't let people spoil movies for you because then Oops. you have you have reaction loss. And Oops. <laughs> What's funny is I don't think people intentionally do it. Obviously, they don't intentionally do it, but they're so excited about the movie or oh, yeah. how they felt about the movie that they just kind of spill the beans and guilty. Yeah. Um. I mean, before we before we watched the movie, when I was trying to get who was involved and who was going to watch it with us, one of our friends texted me saying. I'm not gonna watch it, but enjoy crying ten minutes into it. And I was just like, "Oh my god!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah, uh, let's go ahead and rate it real quick. Out of ten balloons, what would you rate this movie? Ooh, as long as they're not like scary it clown balloons. Uh... No, they're all red. <gasps> oh no! I I I think I give this no. Hi hi Russell. <laughs> I think I give this. It's I I like to see this like every couple of years. I I watch it at least for me pretty often. Yeah. Uh, for a rewatch. Um yeah. I think I think an eight out of ten. That's pretty solid. Yeah. Um, I, I like this movie a lot. I'm I'm going to give it a seven. I would definitely rewatch this movie, uh, if not to catch some of the the references that I missed. Mm-hmm. Um, so far off the top of my head, 
you get the Star Wars one, which was just funny because they're dogs. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, there was another big one that I, I'm trying to remember, but I, it just it's not coming to me for some reason. Oh, well, I mean, they, they go to a Star Wars showing at the end of the movie uh, during the credits. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it's the, the they have a scene where the dogs play poker. So it's Maybe, pretty funny. I think that was the one. Yeah, I think that was <laughs> the one. You're thinking about? Yeah, because of the picture, mm-hmm. which is also in The Simpsons. So mm-hmm. that picture is everywhere. Oh, and then um, I forget what it's called. The Audible Scream. Um the Wilhelm scream. There you go. Yeah. I, I caught that one, and it was just funny hearing it because it was a dog. Exactly. Going so, down the canyon. So, yeah, there, there's, a, there's a couple references in there that, that I, I really enjoyed. So, I, I would definitely watch it over again to, to catch some more of them. Yeah. Uh, so, it's a seven for me. Okay. Uh, any trivia, Albert? Trivia? No. It's been a long time since I looked up any trivia about this movie. Ah. <sighs> I don't think so. I just I just kind of glanced over, and yeah. uh, Pixar does stuff like this all the time. But when Carl and Ellie go picnicking, 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 I said yeah. it, I said it the same way three times. It's still <laughs> it's right to be. Yep, their destination is a spot under the same tree from A Bug's Life. <gasps> That's pretty cool. It's been a while since I've seen A Bug's Life too. Yeah, that's yeah. I think there is a sequel called Bugs Life Two, but <laughs> straight to VHS. Yeah, I I mean it's been a while since I seen a Bugs <laughs> Life as well. Oh, okay, I got you. Uh, but yeah, there is there is a Bugs Life Two, uh, the Return and Revenge of Grasshoppers. <gasps> it's is put to be in movie theaters on June twentieth, twenty twenty one. What? I what? That's fake. Yeah, that's probably fake news. <laughs> but I do, I do feel like there is a second one, uh, like a little kids thing. Well, they're all little kids thing. But. Oh wait, maybe there was a sequel, but it went straight to. Wait a minute. This is just fandom stuff. Oh wait, no, there. It's coming out in twenty twenty two. Oh, oh, I, oh, I, I thought, I thought they had a sequel. No, I, I feel like they did. At least something. Oh, well, maybe not. Maybe it was something else. Maybe some TV, ca- a cartoon, or something. Yeah. Uh, let me go ahead and talk about the characters real quick, and then we can get into, then the good stuff. Uh, I only put three. Uh, I also will talk about the, the other two that don't actually have voices. Mm-hmm. But you have uh, Ed Asner playing Carl Fredrickson, uh, Jordan uh, Nagy. I think playing, Nagai. I don't know. Nagai. It looks play, Japanese. Playing Russell. Christopher Plummer playing Charles Muntz. And then you also have uh, Doug the Dog. <laughs> Saying that right now is pretty funny. Doug the Dog. And then Kevin, the female. Uh, snipe. Snipe. <laughs> Yeah, that, that that those are the five. Uh, I mean, you could talk about the do- other dogs, uh, but they're all named like Alpha, Beta, Gamma, uh, Charlie. You know, stuff stuff relating to their position in in the pack. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
they also don't talk a whole lot, so I didn't. I, I felt the need not to add them. Nah. Uh, let's go ahead and get into the tasty. What we thought was good about this movie. What do you think is good about this movie, Albert? I mean, as as much as some people might not, might not like it, like I like the interaction between Russell and Carl a lot. Like Car, like Russell being so oblivious but so eager. And then Carl being so he he is fairly wise, but he, at the same time he's very cautious about everything. Yeah. He just wants one thing to be done, and everything is getting in his way. Yeah, I I I agree. It's just it's so funny when we were watching the movie because I felt the same way as our friend Orlando. Like every time <laughs> Russell said or did anything, I'm just like I hate this kid, but not in like not in like I really just don't like this kid, but just like in like he's doing some stupid stuff and it's yeah. funny, but I yeah. hate him for it because he's so oblivious to what he's doing. He he ends up causing more harm than than not, and yeah, he's he's adorable, man. Like he's just a, he's a kid being a kid. Yeah, he's 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 Jesse it, when Jesse was was little. Yeah, he's just trying to be a good scout, and he's trying he, to be a good scout. He's got book smarts, but maybe like right, no street smarts, no practical experience. Uh, so that's why it's fun to watch him. Yeah, and just just watching him, he's supposed to be like uh, a cub scout, uh, and just watching him not be able to do some of the wilderness stuff is hilarious. Like trying to make a tent, and he ends up breaking it, and it, it's just hilarious. I, I like I like the kid, but. Throughout the movie, I, I reiterate everything Orlando said where he's just like, I hate him. <laughs> His shenanigans gets to you. Yeah. And then on top I, of that, like, you throw in, you throw in Carl, who yep. is very cautious, who for most of his life, like, he's been fascinated by one person and been kind of secluded from other interactions. Mm-hmm. Or at least that's how it, how it makes you seem, so... He yeah. gives off this like imp- impression that he just doesn't like people when that's not really the truth. It's just he's he's cautious, he's shy, and he's an old man who's grumpy. And so it, it it's just it's it's good chemistry. It's fun. Yeah. Um. But I I also I really like the story. Um. And and this is kind of where I was I was gonna get into how it wasn't really what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, what were you expecting? I was expecting them to be traveling in in the house more. Yeah. I I really I thought the movie was going to be more about them floating in the house and that's just not the case. Like mm-hmm. if I don't the the title is so misleading as well, calling it up and it's just like a picture of a house with balloons. Yeah. And obviously the house is a big part of the movie because they're trying to settle it down in in the perfect spot but they're not even in the house that much so it, that's it, for me that's why i like it because yeah. coming out of the or you know after watching it so many times now i feel like it would be so boring just seeing them live in the house or fly try to fly the house i feel like it would be a waste of time in a short movie like this no i i agree and it's also it's also a good way of, of teaching children how to deal with a attachment and loss. Like he's mm-hmm. attached to that house to at the beginning to the point where like that's all he cares about. And yep. even like 
even though his wife passed away, even though he's he's supposed to be moving into a retirement home, like there's still more to life than than that house. And mm-hmm. so to watch him literally carrying it on his back. I know that's yeah, and watching that. It's a, it's a good metaphor for adults like having having the weight of a household on them and <laughs> yeah. And having and then at the end just being able to sacrifice it all for the well-being of of people that you're close with, you know, finding mm-hmm. new friends, finding new people to engage with and interact with, not idolizing. There's so many good lessons you could take from it. Yeah. And moving on. Yeah, moving on. Dealing with loss. It it's it's a really good movie for for teaching kids all these lessons. And I I think part of me makes me it if we were to rate it how we used to rate it, I would definitely give this movie a 9 or a 10. Mm-hmm. Just because I, I think there's so much you could take from it. And, yep, and it does it well in a short amount of time. Yeah, I mean, it's an hour at 30. And that's crazy to me because it, it gets through so much. Yep. Um, I like it. I, I really do. I will, it's, it's almost a legendary sip for me. And a, a lot of that is probably because it was like... The emotions were ruined because it, yeah, it, spoiled for you. It was spoiled, but it's like it's still really good. Like it, it's really yeah. good. I I like the bad guy because it's so convincing. It, it, I mean, it's I mean, you show he's shown in the beginning, but there, he, there's a reason why he's there. What he what he's been doing this whole time, why he's still there, and it, it's hilarious that they're able to find the one weakness of the snipe. <laughs> and 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 just like make the guy so angry. <laughs> yeah. Um I I I like the I like the bad guy just because it he he definitely shouldn't be alive at this point. Yeah, he's at least 30 years older than Carl is. And so just to see Carl like meet his idol after all these years when yeah. he probably should like like I said, he's probably should be passed away by now. Yeah. And for him to like not meet his expectations because he he is the bad guy, it, it's just awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it just it teaches you not to not to idolize your not not to idolize people because they they're not what how they look on the TV screen may not be who they are as a person. And yep. that guy, um, Charles, was so invested in finding this the snipe and and proving people wrong that he he was right that he just he sacrifices other people and he, uh, he's just he's a, he's an evil person his whole life yeah he, yeah so I, I I like him too I I think he is interesting um, for. The fact that you don't expect it to be his idol, and yeah, right, I, yeah. I, I think it's good because I, if they would have had his son or daughter be the bad guy, I think it would mean less to Carl. Yeah. So I think it's, it, I think it's a good detail that they kept in, even though he would be mm-hmm. at least in his nineties or something at this point, if Carl was sixty. Yeah, well, like Carl would look bad. Like if he, if Carl was sixty, he looks pretty bad for being sixty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I I agree with you. Uh, and it it also supports some like 
dark fan theory that both of these people actually like both uh Carl and Russell are actually passed away and <laughs> making their way to heaven. <laughs> it, it's so like, like uh Venezuela is some purgatory. Well well not not even not even that, just like the fact that like so the, the the theory and actually I'm, I'm kind of formulating it in my own head right now okay is that Carl is trying to get to to paradise so uh-huh. to speak so that that's where that piece of land is so that that's like his imagination of heaven right so, so when he passes he, he he passes because of old age and that that's the the symbolism from the boat or that, not the boat the house floating away right off. as the boat. And and the reason why why Russell is there is because Carl sends him off on a wild goose chase, and Russell says, "I didn't find a snipe, but I found," and he describes a raccoon. So uh-huh. Carl was prob or Russell's probably killed by the raccoon, <laughs> and that's killed why the raccoon. and that's why they're they're flying away <laughs> to heaven together because they they passed at the same time. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I, I don't believe it that yeah. much. It's okay. I mean, raccoons are violent animals. I mean, yeah, but do you think one could take on a 11 or 12-year-old kid? Not just any 11 or 12-year-old kid. <laughs> uh, one who is unsuspecting and just outright clumsy and dumb. So, yes, I do, uh. I do believe a raccoon could take on Carl. Or Russell. Oh, poor Russell. Poor Russell. It's crazy when you think about it. Like, <laughs> Is it? <laughs> it? It is. It, it really is. I, I, I believe the fan theory is right. I, I like... Okay, so another thing I like about uh, Disney and Pixar movies... Well, mostly Pixar. It's it's definitely on the Pixar side. It's just the, the dark fan theories that, that people come up with. I find them interesting. Yeah. Because they're actually, they're actually thought out pretty well, so... I, I like them. I don't know. I don't know about you, but I, I like them. <laughs> what, what, what else did you like about the movie that wasn't that was that a fan, fan theory? theory. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, we talked about the animation earlier. I think I think the animation is really good for, uh, for being twelve years old. Yeah, and, definitely. Uh, Pixar Pixar always hits it out the park with with its animation. That's probably why the budget is so high. If, if mm-hmm. we're being honest, um, I, I like how the characters look. They, I, I don't know. It's just it's 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 so good. It, it's really good. Yeah, I, I wish we saw more tools coming out of Russell's backpack uh, for him to try to use and fail with. Yeah, it's something I was uh, yearning for. It, it's just for him to pull out all the tools that he has in that. Big, uh, yep. big knapsack that he carries around, yeah, and just for him to fail at it. Um, I was really expecting him to use the the darts against the dogs. Like they keep showing it, and he keeps looking at them. So I thought he right. was going to use them for something, and then he he doesn't. He just he uses the squirrel, which I I I found that funny every time that the dogs <laughs> react to squirrel, and it's just <laughs> it, it's hilarious. I like that gag. Yeah, um, I was actually re- reading a, a a webtoon that was suggested by 
uh, one of my friends, and it has a, a lip dude. Yeah, it has a uh, it has a a dog in it, and, uh-huh. and they told that that squirrel joke, and it just made me think of the movie, which made me laugh even more. So, uh, yeah, um, just some of some of the goofy humor in this movie is is funny to me, um, which is weird to say because it's an older movie and I, I don't really laugh that much during during movies so, so for a kids movie to get me as much as it did yep uh i had my do, do you remember yeah what do you remember any gags that you the, laughed at the squirrel one obviously the yeah. the scream the scream gets me when it's when it's just out of the the normal and it's a dog so yeah, uh, I is I every time I hear that scream, I still think of the Goofy movie. I have not seen it. Oh my god, that's like the first one, dude. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, what what else? Um, the Cone of Shame was funny, mm-hmm. and just how how intelligent these dogs are supposed to sound, but yet they're like extremely simple minded. Yeah, is, is funny. As soon as the Alpha gets the Cone of Shame put on his head, like they instantly lose power and all the other dogs start listening to doug um mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of doug's just little one-liners here and there made me laugh just because it's coming from a dog and yep. <laughs> he should is the best yeah he shouldn't be talking but he has a he has a collar that allows him to talk yep in nice short sentences so this movie this movie is really really well put together for both kids and adults, in my opinion. Exactly. Yeah, you get you get dog as your best friend. You get lessons that even adults can learn or be reminded of. And then yeah, kids can learn from all aspects in this movie. Yeah. It's a good movie. It's good. It's so fun. It's so fun. I would I would definitely I can't like I can't reiterate how much I would actually rewatch this movie, so I was going to. I was really going to watch it again before the podcast. Yeah, you mentioned, but I I was I was busy with with work stuff, and so I, I never really got a chance to. Yeah, oh well. And New World, I, I've been playing a lot of New World. <laughs> and New World. <laughs> um, I don't have any questions for this movie. Uh, actually, okay. If there was one place in the world that you would definitely want to travel to, it it doesn't matter if you've been there before or mm-hmm. or not. Uh, if there's one place in the world you'd like to see one last time before you can't, what would it be? Ooh. Uh, probably, I think probably Vietnam because uh, yeah, fa- family roots are there. Seeing where my parents grew up, I think that'd be pretty important to me if I had one place to go to left. You know, I asked this question. I don't even have an answer myself. Ooh. Yeah, it's tough. Um, I would want to go. Dang, I should. I, well, I really should have thought about this question. Maybe, maybe you don't even have to care about any like emotional ties to like where would you want to go? Yeah, I, I know that's what, yeah. what I'm thinking about. Like, I would want to go somewhere that's not too modern. Not modern. I I think. Hmm. Why not modern? I believe it or not. As much as I love modern society and technology, I really love like just being around 
empty, popula- less populated areas. <laughs> uh, so I mean, like, I, I would. We can just go to Northern Arizona. I know. I, literally, I would. I would probably want to go to uh, my the cabin that my family has in in Flagstaff one last time, and I, I'd be happy. I'd probably pass away there. Just <laughs> okay. Good to know. <laughs> Um, now I know where to bury you. <laughs> thank you. Now you know where to spread my ashes. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's just some somewhere somewhere nice and quiet. Yeah. Hope my my goal for my thirties is to definitely find more time to travel. So Dude, hopefully, that's good good goal. Hopefully, when we get to our our fifties and we revisit this on our five hundred and. 500,000th episode or whatever. <laughs> uh, I'll have a better answer for you. <laughs> okay, good to know. I'll keep this in mind. Old, I'll write this down right now. Yeah, old men reacts, you know. Um, but yeah, uh, let's go ahead and get into the gross, what we didn't like about this movie. Um, I don't really have a lot to say other than it was spoiled for me. <laughs> so that, yeah. that's probably, that's a lot of where my complaints are. It's just it's a fault on us and not, uh, not, on the, not movie. on the movie. So I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to hold it too badly. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't really have a lot bad to say. It's, it's, it's a really good movie. Yeah. It, it's, it's simple. It's a good story, good characters, good acting. I don't know what, like good music it's uplifting when it needs to be it it it's easily like there in the background to help you feel those emotions if you're confused but it's not overpowering yeah um i if i'm gonna be nitpicky let's go i would definitely want them to hit more at home with the his relationship with his wife, which is which is weird to say because they, they show his wife a lot and they, they have like the whole house is like his emotional tie to his wife. Yeah. But I feel like once they touch ground and they're no longer in the in the house, they're carrying the house. I feel like it becomes more about the house than it does the wife and I don't. This is me being extremely nitpicky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's more symbolism on purpose than. Yeah, yeah, I know. Being literal. <laughs> um, that at some point in his old age, that he does care about more the house than, uh, the adventure that he's supposed to have. Yeah. Uh. That I, I can't think. Of. I'm I'm trying here, and I I feel like I had some stuff, but then once I started talking about the good of this movie, mm-hmm. I I just I couldn't. So like it it washed away all my my dislike. Yeah, it's a really good movie. It is. Uh, so yeah, this is this is gonna be a short <laughs> short episode. I, yeah, I don't like I don't know what else to talk about. It's it's so fun to watch. It, it you can watch it at any age. It's not obnoxious. Yeah. It doesn't stay too long. No, you're right. Um Okay, well let, let me go ahead and, and ask some, some other questions then. Um Let's go. I, I'm just I'm just pulling these off the top of my head, so expect expect to be unexpected. <gasps> um This is not just not just including up, 
we'll say all the Pixar movies that we've watched. Okay. What would you want your children to see first? Oh, out of any of these Pixar movies? Yeah. Pixar only. Hmm. Okay, let me bring up the Pixar list. These are off the top of my, my head, so Albert was not ready and not prepared. No. no. And I apologize for it, but... No, it's good, it's good. Uh... I think Toy Story first. Yeah. It it just makes the most sense. It's they they they're going to play with toys. And I think if yeah, that feeling of growing up can be confusing and scary, and I think yeah, Toy Story is going to help a lot with that. I like it. I would I would definitely agree with you. Um, that it's def it's Toy Story for me, just because, like you said, they are going to be playing with with toys a lot in their younger years, and just having the ability to n- know that like you're always going to have those those toys, but at some point you will grow up and you will mo- have to move on from them, and you can still find value in them and pass them on mm-hmm. to uh, a, a new kid and the, the toy can have new stories and new mem- new memories, so to speak. I, I think the, the Toy yeah. Story line is, is the best movies to show young children. And then, and then I would probably, once they get a little bit older, I would show them this movie um, more towards like their teenage years. Uh, another good choice for me though... Um, I'm like, there's movies I would want to show them when they're older. Like, like Wally's, I feel like is a good choice as well, but only at a certain age. Yeah, there's like some kind of existential dread there <laughs> with Wally. Yeah. Um, like we're killing our planet and we're not going to be able to live there anymore. I mean, by the time they watch this that movie, then they'll probably never maybe know. they'll never even know the planet we lived on. <laughs> maybe. Uh, Bugs Life is always going to be a good one for me. Pixar makes really good movies. I'm sorry. Yeah, Inside Out would be like preteenish kind of thing, getting uh, used to their emotions. Yeah. Coco, because I really want to. Even even though like I never really got the Hispanic culture in in my family, mm-hmm. I would I would want to try to pass it on as as much as I can to to my children. I I think any movie where the main character is young, I do I, I'd show it early on too. Mm-hmm. So even yeah even um, the Incredibles. Or Monsters Inc. with uh with Boo, I'd show that pretty early on. Even even if they're scared of the dark or scared of monsters, <laughs> probably. Well, I mean that that might be a, a way to help them cope and get past yeah. their their uh, fear of the dark. Yeah, and they're they're friendly monsters in the dark. Not all monsters have to be scary. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um. So yeah, that, that's a good choice. It's just crazy, man. Like, 
we're we're getting to that age where you know we're gonna start having kids. Uh, don't remind me. <laughs> I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm scared. <laughs> I I I probably I'll probably freak out once it it does happen. But I'm I'm excited to 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 pass things on. I, I I've always been excited to pass things on to people younger than me. I, I don't know why. I, I always felt like uh, I was. That, that's why. That's why I'm fine taking care of younger cousins or nephews and nieces. I'm always like, I'm always that person who could give good advice and, and not be able to to follow through with it himself. <laughs> yeah. You know? Uh, uh-huh. I, I, I used to joke around with uh, younger baseball teammates that I, I could help them with their swing, but, you know, I, I couldn't help myself. So. <laughs> you're, the, you're the old man. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm excited. I really am. Um, Jesse, when you hear this podcast, let me know what you're – your top movie is and if you say toy story like us that's okay but i feel like jesse's gonna have a out of the box answer he might yeah um cars <laughs> jesse jesse choosing cars imagine that um okay let's see if i can think of another question real quick uh, i still need to watch fighting dory I have not seen Finding Dory either. Of all the of all the Pixar movies that that we've watched, which one do you feel is the most impactful for you? Ooh. Uh, that's another tough one. That is. Man, that's a good one. Uh, for for me, I I think that it it would definitely be Coco, just because uh my Hispanic heritage, uh losing, um, my uh, Tata my my dad's side, uh, mm-hmm. makes me really wish I seen this, this movie a lot sooner. Uh, yeah, yeah, it just it just tugs on so many heartstrings for me. So I I'm definitely gonna say Coco. I I mean I might say Coco too, because yeah, Hispanic and uh, at least East Asian culture share a lot of the same stuff with family and ancestry, um, and very similar holidays like Day of the Dead. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, it makes me feel like I sh- I could have done more to connect with uh, my grandparents before they passed. And it makes me regretful, but at the same time, glad that I did spend whatever time I could with them, but regret that I didn't get to do it more. Yeah. Yeah. And it's something I would like always remember to keep on doing in the future with the family I still have right now. I like it. I like the answer. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of questions for me. Like I I just asked them to... I, I asked him to uh, to extend this episode a little bit more. I'm not even going to lie because I didn't want it to be too short. But I, I think we're at that threshold now where we're, we're pretty good. Yeah, there, there's a couple of Pixar movies we still haven't seen. I still haven't seen Good Dinosaur, but I've heard pretty poor things about that movie. Um, yeah, we, we definitely need to get through some of these other ones. Yeah. Uh, is... 
out of the ones that you haven't seen, which one do you want to see next? Probably Finding Dory. I think the only ones I still haven't seen are that one and Good Dinosaur. I think I've seen everything else. I'm going to make a lot of people upset right now because there's two okay. really big ones that I have not seen yet. No. Brave. I have not seen Brave yet either. Okay. I have not seen Cars yet either. <laughs> the first Cars. Oh, the f- man. I've seen all the other Cars, but not the first you one. You've seen Cars 2 and 3, but not the first yeah, one. Yeah, that's a, that's a shame. <laughs> Uh, okay, so the ones that I have not seen, this is going to make some people mad. Okay. I have not seen the first Incredibles. Whoa, okay. And I have not seen the first Monsters, Inc. What? Those are the better ones of the, I know, the sequels. I know. Okay. I have seen Incredibles 2, though. Okay, that that's good. Um. So, yeah, I... I need to catch up on some of these Pixar movies at some point. I feel bad for not watching them. <laughs> I still haven't even seen... I, mean, I haven't seen Inside Out either. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, that one might beat out Coco for you, maybe. But the others probably won't. But they're, they're still very good. I hope so. I I, I want to see them. I'm excited to see them. I just I haven't I, I haven't okay. crossed it, that threshold. If we did, if we do get to pick one, then I would suggest Inside Out first. Okay, maybe maybe soon. Yeah, I'm gonna wrap it up. Jugs and plugs. Yep. What are we watching next week? Uh, subscribe to us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Like, share. Let us know what you thought about up, and if you how how it makes you feel. This has been the Legendary Sip Podcast. Enjoy us next time for Gravity with Sandra Bullock. And George Clooney. And George Clooney. Will this be the sip you've been looking for? Bye. Bye. <laughs>